Would you like to live a happier, healthier, and more fulfilled life? Cultures from all over our planet have been addressing that concern for thousands of years, and their answers can help you in your life today. Welcome to The Sweet Spot, where healing, spirituality, and culture meet. Join anthropologist and healer Robert Better as he introduces you to healing and spirituality in world cultures. Here's the host of your show, Robert Better. Hi, everybody. It's Bob Vetter here. Before we get started, and just in case you have to get off this podcast early, if you'd like to get underway with your own healing and clear away any energetic blockages, you can get on a free call with me. Go to HealWithBob.com. Welcome back, everybody in our listening family. I'm here today for part three of our interviews with Robbie Holtz. And Robbie has provided us in parts one and part two an incredible story about her personal journey of becoming a healer and her interaction with Aboriginal people from Australia and how this amazing download of information took place for her leading to the work that she does today. So welcome back, Robbie. Thank you. It's really nice to be here. Today, I would like to know a little bit more about what you're doing today, what, what your work is, how you're taking all of this valuable information and sharing it with the public. So, so take us through your life nowadays. What do you do? <laughs> well, I get up at no. <laughs> um, so my passion has become, as was Gary's passion, helping people recognize how to heal themselves. That, this is why I get contacted by people saying, how do I get a hold of the remote tribes? I need healing. And they're like, no, no, no. They gave us this information so that we didn't go into the outback. We don't need to. This is here in the Secrets of Aboriginal Healing. Um, my passion is to get this information out as much as possible so people recognize how they've been creating disease and how to heal themselves and where they're getting stuck. So I still continue to do one-on-one -on -one consultations with people, and I'm assisted by my healing team. But I usually just do one session. Uh, one hour. It's enough to give them the insights about, okay, this is what's going on. This is how you created this. This is really what's playing, in, in, what's behind all this. And they will continue to work with them. They don't just work with them in that session. They're thrilled to be invited to ask, to, to, to be asked to help. So that's part of what I do is I have an online healing course. Uh, I do one-on-one -on -one consultations with people all over the world. But the latest thing that I've done is I've just gotten out another book called Vibrant Living, Braving the Pandemic with Help from Your Guardian Angel. Because the, this is a free will planet. There's nothing, it, it, there's not a, we're learning. As souls, we're learning. And we're on this growth and evolutionary path. But we have tremendous help available to us from the other side. And most people are not taking advantage of it. And it is a big game changer. And that's the thing that they want us to know is there's so much more we can help you with, but because it's a free will planet, we can't just step in and intervene. You know, it's, it's almost like somebody coming in and doing your homework. You've got to be invited in. So that's what this latest book, Vibrant Living is about is how to, it's not just about the pandemic, but it's in general, anything and everything, how to let them, how to start utilizing that help. Because it's like operating at five amps of power on your own 
versus 5,000 amps of power with our health. Huge. And we're only working with loving, benevolent beings. But it is transformational. And how to use the mind is a powerful tool. How to really connect to that guardian angel. Uh, it also talks about, you know, spirit guides and others. That The guardian angel is good enough. Everybody has one, whether you believe in them or not. And it will make a huge difference if you allow them to help you more. And how to develop a, a better um, connection to them. It's, it, that's the thing that they really want you to focus on now is especially now during these times, you guys have so much help available to you like you've never had before, but so many of you are not taking advantage of that. And so I can't keep doing forever one-on-one -on -one consoles with everybody. So I put all this information together, all of it, the healing, the communication, all of it in vibrant living so that it's there for people. They don't need to go to the Outback. They don't need to have a consult with me. It's so many ways, all that information, body, mind, spirit, it's all there. And put it together in a 60-day guidebook, uh, making it really easy and accessible, how to develop that intuition, how to recognize how they communicate to you, how you communicate to them. Because they answer every request. They just don't do it in the way that we think they're going to do it. So all of that's laid out. And that's my, that's another thing is, is, is start using this powerful, beautiful, loving support. Lean on them. Let them help you. That's, that's going to change your life. I have so many questions, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> so one is, uh, you just kind of mentioned your healing team and then moved on and i want to get yeah. to know your healing team so all right so all i right. know gary's on your healing team who else is there he is uh it's headed by an ascended master okay there are two archangels involved there are deceased aboriginal healers there are other angels and guides and then what they're doing is they're connecting with the other persons the person who comes to me they're connecting with their guides, their angels, and they're able to give me clarity on what's going on. And not only because I want people, and, and what I do in that hour is give them clarity about what's going on. Here's what's been happening. Here's how to heal it. And here's how to work with your own team. So that, again, it's about getting this information out so they don't become dependent on us. They can take it and take it out to the world spread it out there, get this information out there. Now, I wanna get back to your personal story and how all of this fits together. So you describe the team that you have now. Now, when you were, before you embarked on this healing journey, I'm assuming that you had guides already that you just were not aware of, is that correct? Do I have that understanding? Um, I had, well, obviously I had a guardian angel, everybody does, but I had spirit guides that I wasn't using yet because I hadn't opened up to that part. As you need them, they step forward. As you're ready for them, they step forward. Uh, you know, if you suddenly have a different position at your work, like all of a sudden you become a judge, you have others that step forth and help them. Or you have, suddenly have a child who's born who has special needs you have different spirit guides that then step in to help you with that. So I had spirit guides available to me, but I wasn't using them because I didn't even know anything about it. I wasn't really connecting. I had Gary. I, I mean, why would I, you know, 
why would I try to find the answers? I, I didn't even know I could, you know, but yeah. he opened me up to that. That's the key. And I hope this is what we're doing today, Bob, is waking people up to it's possible. I had no idea. I was raised conservative, Bible Belt, Catholic. I had no idea. But I saw enough with Gary and saw enough miraculous things. We call it miracles because we don't think it's possible to realize, oh, this is real stuff. And then I did not know I was a medium until after he passed. And that took a, a while to develop. But we all have those abilities. It's just a matter of, are you willing to develop them? And develop them according to what your soul intends. Not everybody, most people are not going to see them and hear them. That's very unusual. But everybody has clairsentience, where you feel. Mm -hmm. Feel with your body, that gut instinct. That's how we're guided. That's our compass. That's our connection. So if we get back to the story that you shared about that, that outline of the eye, that you saw that first time in black and white. Was that the kind of the entry point to your being able to perceive these beings? You bet, you bet, shocked the heck out of me. I had no, I knew, and I had to have that experience in the hotel earlier, so I knew who it was. Mm -hmm. And I remember asking my sister after a while, I said, and I described this in the Awakening book. I said, does Gary ever, do you ever see Gary? Does he ever come to you? And she said, oh, yeah. I said, what does it look like? And she drew the exact same eye hmm. because we were familiar with that. We knew he was using that as a way to let us know that was him communicating to us. So that it started out where I wasn't telepathic immediately. It's just you kind of start developing these skills. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even call them gifts. They're skills. You just start like anything that you're learning new. It's a little awkward in the beginning and you keep developing and adding on more skills and you get better at it. Now, when entities come to you that are uh, not part of this physical world, how do we discern something, someone who is positive and wants to help us from a negative? From, from I'm so glad you asked that because that's a real common fear. And I cover that in Vibrant Living. We are only working with benevolent beings. That's all we're working with. If you want to go play in dark alleys with darkness and dark beings, they're out there. But I don't, I don't go there. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, don't, I don't go there. There is no need to. So let me just also say, they love us more than we can possibly comprehend as humans. They've given me a tiny taste, and I described it in the Awakening book. They gave me a tiny taste of the love that they have for, uh, for me, and it blew me away. And I knew that's just a tiny, tiny sliver of the love they have for us. It is so beyond our abilities to understand as, as humans. So they have tremendous love for us. They don't have impatience or frustration. And the beautiful part is, because they're serving you out of tremendous love, when you allow them to help, and all you have to do is ask in your head, all you have to do is ask in your head. They're telepathic to your thoughts. Ask once in your head. Thank you for helping me with blah, blah, blah. Once you ask, they will always help you in the way that is according to your soul's in intentions and the highest and best good of all. But they will, because they're helping you out of love, every time they're allowed to assist, they're allowed to grow. Every time you grow, they grow. 
So it's a symbiotic relationship that we were always intended to have. It's just that most people don't know that. And that's what they want me to do right now is start getting out this information. So how many of them are, are, were once human beings? And I describe this in vibrant living. There's a difference between angels and, and spirit guides. Angels do not need to incarnate. It's like this is school. They don't need to go to school, right? <laughs> There's no point. They can briefly take on a human form if they need to, but angels have no, they don't need to. Spirit guides have lived human lives many, many times. Now you can, it's, you're going to have a deceased loved one who might become a bit of a spirit guide like Gary is for me, but they're not really nearly as powerful as the spirit guides that we tend to work with. Um, spirit guides have had many, many human lives. They know what it's like to be human and they will specialize. When I'm writing blogs, they're guiding them what they want me to write. And so I'll have different spirit guides come in according to what I'm writing. And some of them are way easier to work with than others as far as understanding what they're trying to convey. Um, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about the spirit guides and your process of writing, because th this, is, this is fascinating to me. Um, I mean, I'm going to kind of jokingly say, it's great to have somebody else write your book for you. <laughs> <laughs> and clearly, clearly it's, it's, information that is coming through you that is being, um, I guess it's uh, colored by you and your personality. Um, what's the, describe the process for us though. What's it like writing in this way where the information comes to you in, in what I'm assuming is some sort of a download? It is. They're, they're all, you know, I let them guide me. I'm here to be of service. How can I be of service? And I consider myself to be a part of the team, but I'm the human member of the team. So I'm the one who can do the physical work, right? So they let me know. And of course, everything's free will. You can say no. Uh, you can decide whether you want to do it or not. But I found that the more I work with them, the more my I just love it. it there's just such fulfillment in, in helping so they will it's telepathic we're all telepathic like the aboriginals people have maintained that you just get better at sensing that telepathy and i've gotten good at or better <laughs> they will probably laugh if i say good better at quieting the mind so i can feel the telepathic thought they'll just pop it into my thought my head they will answer a question before I finished asking it. That's how I know it's them versus my mind. And I'm not kidding, Bob. This may sound crazy. But if I'm writing and I get blocked, I just go to the bathroom. <laughs> it just stops somehow. In fact, my family, some of my friends, and my uh, they know that I usually get information when I'm in the bathroom. I don't know what it is. <laughs> but so I'll come out of the bathroom and I'll be smiling. And they're like, what'd you get? You know? <laughs> So it's just that this there it's just telepathic. And then I will ask them because they're very specific about the words and when they want me to do it. Like I, I put a newsletter out. Every five weeks I send out two blogs that are helpful for people. They tell me what they want to write because they know what people need. And they put energy behind it. Mm. There's energy behind all these books. And they're different. The first book 
when you read the first book, the old healer who has passed over, that's his energy. That's his responsibility to get it into all these nations across the planet, as he's called it. So I'm just the physical scribe listening. And if I don't get it, if I misinterpret, I'm not kidding. It'll just, uh, I'll, the computer will freeze or I'll lose what I just wrote. I'm like, okay, I guess that wasn't what you wanted. Or they changed their mind, you know? I, I'm thinking about you going to the bathroom and, and you know, it's, it's <laughs> funny. No, it's funny, but I'm, I'm trying to understand the mechanism behind this because I know, for example, I always feel like I get my, my greatest inspiration, honestly, when I'm in the shower in the morning. And, and water is a conduit. Water is a conduit. They deliberately had me move into the San Juan Islands up north of Seattle because there is greater flow of energy around the water mm -hmm. and the mountains and the cetaceans that are around here. Mm -hmm. And so the energy is different. And when you're in water, it is much easier to, to get that connection to the other side. And I talk about all that in Vibrant Living, how to get a better connection, the best time, the best way. When you get a thought directly when you wake up during the night or first thing in the morning, there's a thought directly there, that's from the other side. It's that second or third thought, okay, now the mind's engaged. Yeah. So you yeah. start getting better at recognizing what's from the other side and what's my ego. This is wonderful, Robbie. I, I'm, we're getting near time. I, I wanted to give you a chance to tell people about the various ways that they can get in touch with you. Um, if you could list off the titles of the books and okay. then tell us about your organization and more about how people could connect with you if they want. All right. Well, it's holtswellness.com, but there's no T. It's H-O-L-Z-W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S.com, holeswellness.com. On my website, and you can find me anywhere if you just, you know, Robbie, R-O-B-B-I-E, holes, H-O-L-Z. Uh, my, my website, holeswellness.com, has all the books, the online course, uh, always a ton of blogs in different categories about mind, body, spirit, meditation. I put this information up there to help people as much as possible. The first book, Secrets of Aboriginal Healing, is the book where my husband went into the outback and encountered the aboriginals. That thing is just about how to heal. That's the blessing from the aboriginal people. The aboriginal secrets of awakening is what happens when he comes back from the outback, which to me is what it gets fascinating, and he discovers he's a healer, and it brings my story into it. What happened to me, how I came to become what I am, and a lot of fascinating stories about healing. You know, people who are autistic, they could hear Gary communicate to them telepathically. Fascinating. Uh, and then the third book, Vibrant Living, Braving the Pandemic with Help from Your Guardian Angel is all about how to connect to the other side and get help for anything and everything. doesn't matter if it's vague, specific, broad, big, small, as often as you want. How to do get help. That's all up there. What I'd like to do for our last remaining moment or two is to kind of go back to where we began in the first section of our three interviews, where we talked about emotions and we talked about where we are right now. And it would seem to me that in this current pandemic world that we're living in, 
that there's so much fear rampant that the the media are all about charging up this this fear and and sending it in shockwaves through our whole society. And I'm wondering what kind of advice you could give to our listeners who are swimming in that right now. You know, somebody yeah. who's feeling anxious, might feeling nervous, feeling fearful, all of these negative emotions that maybe are stuck and frozen in them. What, what message do you have for people who are feeling that? Well, and that's exactly why the guides wanted me to get this book out right away, Vibrant Living, immediately. They just insisted on it, in, insisted that they, you know, strongly advised. They have told me that we are in the beginning stages of the biggest collective awakening ever seen in the history of mankind. That's what's happening. And that we have unprecedented help to shift us into higher consciousness. That's what's going on. These are opportunities to shift collectively our consciousness and individually our consciousness. As we shift into these higher frequencies, higher love-based emotions, which is what the Aboriginal people are doing in the outback, and this is to help get us to do that. So you realize that everybody has volunteered to go through these experiences, including wildlife. Those going through the wildfires right now, oil spills, animals. We have all agreed to go through these experiences because Earth is a learning lab. And again, this is in vibrant living. Mother Earth, we're not here to save Mother Earth. Mother Earth is here to save us. She has agreed to be a learning lab to help us raise our consciousness individually and collectively. So these are things that are here to help us grow. So the question is, you want to ask, why is this here? How is this here to help me grow? Because it's, you're learning to let go of the fears, the mind stuff. This is what this is about. And moving into love, compassion, more love-based emotions. How is this here to help me grow? And whatever you're resisting will keep showing up. What a beautiful note to end on, Robbie. So, Robbie Holtz, I want to thank you so much for being with us for three really fascinating interviews. What a pleasure. Thank you, Bob. My pleasure as well. Great questions. And thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you're a very spiritual person who just needs a little help clearing away what's been holding you back through some relatively quick healing techniques, get on my calendar for a free call. Go to HealWithBob.com. This has been Healing and Spirituality in World Cultures with Robert Vetter. Thanks for listening. Please rate, subscribe, and share with everyone you know who might benefit from these messages. Until next time, remember, be kind and loving to yourself and others. Together, we can heal ourselves and help build a better world.